Time now for the Bradfoe Show with Rob Bradford. With Rob Bradford on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Oh, man. This is going to be a tough one. All right. That that music you just heard, the the title of the, the track is Devils by Shine Down. Correct, Andrew? Correct? That's, that is correct. All right. And there is no coincidence that we played that is because the it's the current walk-in music for our next guest in the Harbor One Hotline, and that is Red Sox pitcher Zach Kelly. Zach, what's going on? How are we doing, guys? Oh, my goodness. So good. I've got to be honest with you. Schreiber's walking music before stunk, so we found him some good ones. That was actually good. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's, if we if we try to change it, it's gonna be it's gonna have to be a good one. How long have you had that for? Uh, like two years. Once I switched from a starter to a reliever, I figured I had to have more of a like a reliever walk up, and that that's the one I, I went with, and I've had it since twenty one. Okay, well, so this is your. I know that you have uh, you you are going out. You have a newborn, correct? And and you have a young young child, and you you have to buy presents. This is the now everything is flipped from Thanksgiving to, to the holiday season. Everyone's buying gift. Let us be the first to buy you a gift, and that gift is at least at least vetting your walk in music, at least giving you some options. Because you know, if you've had it for a couple of years, it's good to turn it over once in a while, right? I mean, you, you got to yeah, rethink things. Yeah, I'm I'm always down for for a change. Okay, I got a good one. It's by Timmy Trumpets. Oh, I know that one might be already taken. Sorry, sorry. Is, <laughs> is that the best one? So, uh, from a player perspective, Zach Kelly, from a player's perspective, is the Edwin Diaz walking music the best that you've ever heard? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's definitely one of the best. Like right now, I think it's the best. But like. I still go back to Rivera with Inner Sandman. I was kind of, mm. you know, kind of on the same level. And then I was a Braves fan growing up. And I don't know what Kimball did in Boston, but when he was in Atlanta, he um, he had Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, and they did like, they did like the whole white thing and with the stadium and the flames, and it was sick. Can you go through? Do you have? Uh, is this something you guys? Because I I don't know if you know this. I've never been a major league relief pitcher. I've never been out in the bullpen. Um, I mean, I never say never, but I to this point we haven't. Do you can you go through all the walking musics for your bullpen mates? Do you know them all? Do you guys talk about this? Is this a thing? Um, not really. They kind of catch on. Like, I know Barnes has a cool one, but I don't really know what the name of it is because I don't. I don't really listen to that kind <laughs> of music. But, but it sounds good. <laughs> uh, I I will say Whitlock gets a he gets a. A lot of smack talk from the guys about his his, his long back long black train is not a, a bullpen favorite by a lot of people. Is that like a country like song? It. Is that is that a country song? Yeah, it is. That's why I like it. But I'm I'm one of the few down there. Yeah, but you, but you, I mean, I think that you you caught the spirit of the thing with with your song. And we're gonna give you give you at least one other option. My guy Andrew here at least has one other option for you. But uh, I do want to talk to you before we get to uh, find find the new world potentially of a walk-in music for you. I do want to get to a couple things in baseball related. One thing that 
we were just talking about we I had um your brother on um on the podcast this week, Joe Kelly. Yes, your brethren. Yeah. Yeah, my brother. How's he doing? He's doing excellent. He's uh he just wrote a book, it's coming out March fourteenth. I don't know if you know about it. It's gonna be a bestseller. Um he but said, he said he was gonna he was gonna sign one and get to me. Well, of course. Listen, I mean, already, I've already seen the Zach Kelly Fight Club T-shirts circulating through September. So it's. Uh, I feel like the, the the Kelly family has really, really made its mark. But but so we talked to we had the Zach uh, sorry, we had the Joe Kelly Holiday Spectacular on the podcast on Thursday, and one of the things that we talked about was recruiting. And and we talked about you know Aaron Judge. You heard about Aaron Judge going out to San Francisco, uh, being recruited, yeah. and, and Steph Curry and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I remember when we were doing our podcast, you said that when you become a free agent, that your your uh, preference of recruiting would have Zdeno Chara call, correct? Yeah, he'd be a good one. All right. Well, well, th- there we go. As we promised, when you become a free agent, Zdeno Chara, because you're a big hockey guy. Congratulations on that. I don't know if you know that the Bruins are really good this year. So yeah, they are very good. The Apples <laughs> are not very good. So, but I would say this. This this spin it forward. Years from now, it's sort of like a, a Christmas miracle. Years from now, we we look forward to the future. Zach Kelly has entered free agency. He's just had some monster years. He's ready to be wooed by teams, and we make good on the promise. And finally, Zdeno Chara makes the call to you. At the end of the day, I have to get your honest opinion. Do you think it matters? Because one of the things we talked about with Joe Kelly, he said he thinks it's outdated. It does, makes no difference. Um, and, you know, teams, you know what teams are, so forth and so on. Do you, would it make a difference? Say you're a free agent right now, like a big name free agent. Would it make a difference for you if they, if they said fly you out and you put your name on the Jumbotron? Uh, no, probably not. That's good. That, that's fair. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's cool. Like, they, you know, like teams will go out of the way and do that, but like, like Joe said, like at the end of the day, it's like, like he was saying, like the money's going to be the same. It's all about like, you know, what what can you do for me that somebody else can't, and so for my family, so on and so forth, stuff like that. He made a good point. I didn't really thought of it like that, but I did read that, and maybe he made a lot of good points. Yeah, well, that's why he wrote a book. And there's more good points in that book. Uh, a, a damn near perfect game coming out March 14th. But that aside. That aside, it, it's it is like interesting because we as fans think it's the be all end all. Steph Curry's a day no child calling these guys, but really it comes down to you know it's a business. You know everybody knows what teams are are all about, so forth and so on. Okay, so now I'm going to segue to your life as a major leaguer. When you pitch for the Boston Red Sox this year, um, do you feel like as you sit here coming off of this year? Do you feel a whole lot different because of the success you had, because of what you figured out in terms of being successful? How do you feel heading into 2023 as a professional pitcher, say, as a guy who was heading into 2022? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's definitely like that experience. and I know when I came into spring of 22, it was like my first invite to camp and trying to make the team out of camp, and I was just really trying to almost do too much um, and trying to be so perfect to like not having that experience, realizing that I don't have to do that, and that you know my stuff is good enough to to get guys out, and you know, you know I've been there before. I've been in a lot of different situations, and 
So I think that that's like a big thing for me coming into into twenty three and just being able to kind of start from the jump with that mindset versus allowed to do X, Y, and Z to even have a chance. Um, and so I'm looking forward to to kind of getting down to Fort Myers whenever the time comes and getting ready to go with that mindset over what I had last year. I mean, who is, uh, let's be honest, who isn't looking forward to going to Fort Myers? I'm going to be honest. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, I mean where, where are you? You're, you're, down, you're down south somewhere, but still. Oh, it's Carolina. Yeah, but it's so your off season will entail getting ready to for spring training. When will you go to spring training? Uh, I think it's like the first or second week of February. Okay, I'm not exactly. But you you got to go down earlier. You got to rent the house. You got to whatever you got to do. What you got to do? You got to go a little bit earlier. But but in the meantime, you also have to play uh, in the. We promised that you could skate at Fenway Park, correct? Yeah, that was the promise. That was the promise. So you are a big hockey guy, um, and you you understand the the importance of the Bruins being good around here. You are a Washington Capitals uh, fan, correct? Yeah, I am. Okay, but if you you have you cleared it with your wife that you're going to be able to come up in December to skate at Fenway Park at the rink because you like you said you have a little one. It's hard breaking away. Do you have that clearance? I'm I'm hoping I still got to work on that. But you, it hoping. sounds like someone who hasn't broached the subject with his wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say I have, but I'm not going to say I have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, another thing we talked about in the podcast was the rules, and you were. Um, we had just talked to Matt Strom about this, and he was super pointed. But you had a great perspective of it because you had pitched in the minor leagues about the pitch clock, and one of the things that that started stuck out for me in what you said and I've actually parroted this I think I owe you uh, a a few bucks for copyright infringement because I keep taking credit for this take but you had said well listen innings 7 through 9 in the minors is a whole lot different than innings 7 through 9 in the majors when when it comes to this stuff I mean this is so do tell about like how that you think that dynamic is going to shape out especially like with the playoffs by the way I'm thinking I'm watching these playoffs I'm like this is going to be completely different. Yeah, I mean, you just just look at the postseason from the last month or so, and how you know just how on the edge of your seat you were towards that those late innings. Like both these, pretty much all the teams that were you know there towards the end were their bullpens were dominating, and it's like those last nine ounces mean so much, and it, you know it takes away kind of from the integrity of it if you're sitting there trying to almost rush through it, like. I mean, not really rush through it, but it's like, you know, you're trying to hold a guy on and you're trying to hold Kyle Schwarber on and you got to pay attention to a, a pitch clock, you know, and all of a sudden he, he steals second base. Yeah. But then it's like, <laughs> but on a more serious note, it's like, you know, you 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 really do it. It's, everything just means so much more up there, and especially later in the innings and, you know, especially in the postseason when, you know, most of the game is is being pitched by the bullpen, and you get, like I said, you get into those later innings, and everything means more. The games are a lot closer, and it's not like you don't always get tomorrow in the postseason. So you hate you'd hate to almost like give up a little bit of your performance just to to try to kind of you know abide by some rules that all of a sudden just kind of got thrown in there without the you know without the input of a lot of players. Like obviously, I haven't been in the big leagues for too long, but just kind of talking to some of the guys on the team that have been and that are more involved with the the union and stuff like that. It didn't really seem like, 
there was much of a player input, and if there was, it didn't really seem to get um, noticed too much. Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest sticking points is that I think the players, as Strom said, you know, the players really, they didn't feel like they were hurt, actually, like the vote was against it. And, you know, one of the other parts about this is, is um, you know, throwing over. I mean, it's, you know, you have that dynamic. You have not only the pitch clock, but the limitation of throwing over. And and we were seeing this. The Red Sox uh, protected a guy named David Hamilton who stole like 60 bases in the minor leagues. And the reason I think they protect him is because they feel like the stolen base is going to come back. I mean, do you feel like that that is going to be an actual thing because of these rules, whether it's a pitch clock or the limitations of throwing it over to first? Yeah, a hundred percent. Because you got you got guys coming in just just to pinch run, and when they come in to pinch run, you pretty much know for a fact that they're trying to steal second base. And what the one thing I noticed in uh, in Triple A that is when guys would pick over, it's almost like the base runners would get a, an extra half step. And once you picked over that second time, and their lead just kind of changed drastically because if you throw over there, I mean. It, even like if, even if, you, if the slim chance that you do get, it's going to have to be a perfect move or a perfect throw. But you know, with the the rules, if you don't, he automatically gets second base. So it's almost like not even worth running that risk of doing that. And so, just with the whole, I don't know. I just, I like like I said, I feel like they're kind of interfering with the integrity of the game a little bit. Um, I think it's going to show up a lot more than people think it is. I think it's just almost like a they're trying to attract new fans when with like without even realizing what it's gonna what it's gonna do to the fans that they already have. And I don't like looking at the the numbers from how many people watched the postseason. I don't really feel like baseball is really lacking that much. I feel like the viewership was pretty good, but I don't know. No, I'm it's not, it's I'm it's, not, it's I'm all not Rob. It's listen, Zach. It's all good points, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna steal some of them. I'm 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 gonna That's like fine. I'm gonna be parroting this another another good round of points. Which you, you gave me a you gave me a free T-shirt, so you can do that. I mean, I, basically, a T-shirt goes a long way. I get like I get basically I get a lot of, in exchange for the T-shirts, including by your your presence on this show and you calling in, which I always appreciate because once again I get to tweet out the picture of you taking a uh, posing with a T-shirt, baseballs and boring T-shirt. Speak of baseballs and boring, last thing we promised, Great. Andrew, are you ready to go? You got a suggestion? I do. I do have a, su- a suggestion. Okay, we also wait. we also want to play the other one that we got. Right? Oh, okay. You you want to hear Schreiber's new song? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. What do you got? All right. He's walking in. Okay. He's coming out of the gate. He's walking in. Everyone's got the phone up. They're filming him. Oh, it's taking a little too long. Maybe he's re- literally walking in. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he, he no. He, within five seconds of the, of the song being on, he's on the map. <laughs> then maybe, we, maybe we're going to fast forward a little bit. Can you fast forward a little bit, Andrew? Maybe we, maybe we can have the lead in. Oh, there we go. There we go. All right, so that's not bad, right? That's not bad. That that's uh that's mud shovel by stained. All right, Andrew, what do you got? What what do you get? What do you get for Zach? So going off of what we've just been playing, I pulled up some Avenged Sevenfold. This is the best I could do on a short notice. 
but I did fast forward. It's a long intro, so I don't know. Maybe we can get the Red Sox guys to edit some get things. Rid of the and, re- get rid of the intro. Yeah, so we're just going to go right to the course. Here we go. Because <laughs> you want to feel like you're the king when you're walking out there, right? Hail to the king. <laughs> it's not bad. What do you think, Zach? I'd give it like a seven. I'll take it. That's a seven. The thing with the reliever walk-up song, because the starter gets their walk-up songs every time, no matter what. The thing with relievers that sometimes you, like they run the, the ads in between innings, and so you don't always get it, get like where you want it to start and when you want to start it. And so the key to a reliever walk-up, you got to have a really good intro and like a really good chorus in case it gets to the chorus, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, There's it's, been times where I get like you get a minute and a half of it. There's also times where you only get 20 seconds of it. And so I, I think that I almost think the intro is more important than the rest of the song. I love this. I love that they were breaking down the science of this. We're gonna there have is but, science to it. Oh, absolutely. By the time we get to by the time we get to Fort Myers, you, we're gonna be giving everyone's gonna have a, a walk-in music, and we're gonna have it, it, you put it this way, Zach. The Boston Red Sox, I don't know how good you guys are going to be, but you are going to have the best collection of walk-in music in the in the American League. It's got to be worth something. It's, gonna, it's, it's worth something. You know what it's worth? A bunch of T-shirts. All right, Zach. Hey, happy holidays. So good to catch up with you. And uh, and I, I guess I'll see you at Fenway Park on the, on the ice. Hey, that sounds good, Rob. Thanks for having me. See you guys. All right. The great Zach Kelly.